name's Rich. I'm an alcoholic in recovery. Welcome to my podcast. Today I'm going to talk about what I do to stay sober one day at a time. I'd finally gotten to the point of deep surrender, honesty, and I'd just had enough. I walked into an AA meeting and I sat at the table. I felt angry. I felt irritated. I felt battered and everyone was laughing. I banged my hand down on the table and I said, look, I don't find this fucking funny. And everyone laughed some more. I was thinking they were laughing at me. Now I can see that they were laughing at themselves at the situation that they once found themselves in. I went to another meeting and I saw someone there who I really liked the sound of. He was calm, he was clear, he was confident, he knew, he seemed to know what he was talking about. He was happy and I wanted some of that. I put my hand up in that meeting and I said, well, look, somebody please help me with the 12-step program that I've seen in, in meetings I've previously been to that I haven't been interested in up until now. And he came after me after the meeting, put his arm around me, which I felt a little bit of discomfort. You know, I wasn't really close to anyone, but he said, Rich, this will be the first honest relationship you'll ever have. I followed him around. I went to McDonald's. He bought me a burger. Anytime that anyone did anything for me, I was deeply suspicious. I would only help anyone if there was something in it for me. So I had one hand on his car door. I was ready to bolt. I thought he was going to nick me wallet or something like that. But no, he bought me a burger and he got me a book called Alcoholics Anonymous. And again, he said, this is going to be the first honest relationship you'll, you'll have ever had in your life. And what I did from there is just blindly, I, out of desperation, I, I followed this fellow around. I went to his flat. We were reading this book. I was going home, doing homework. He was taking me to hospitals. I was talking to alcoholics who were sick in hospital. I was going to loads and loads of fellowship meetings. We were going all over the place. We were, we were going to the town I lived in. We were going to other towns. We were, we were going far afield. It, it, was, it was full on. Things started to unfold. I started to get an enthusiasm for it. I really wanted to get well, and I could feel that something was changing. You know, The first thing that I felt and I noticed the shift in me was was the fact that I was starting to become willing to do something rather than just daydream and pipe dream about recovery and, and changing my life. So I actually started to put some action in. And the action started with going around this fella's house and, and listening to his experiences and letting him proverbially hold my hand and take me through this book. I learned step one, the fact that I was powerless over alcohol and my life was unmanageable by drinking for many years. Uh, step two wasn't difficult for me at that particular point. I always had a higher power. It was alcohol all I needed to do was just shift that higher power to something more productive and understand that I wasn't the center of the universe anymore step three we got down on his carpet felt a little bit funny at the time but I was prepared to do anything I wanted what he had we got down on our knees and we said the step three prayer from the book Alcoholics Anonymous I became very emotional at that point I started to cry that was a release for me it really was step four involved writing a fearless and moral inventory of myself and um, looking into the dark crannies of the past I was instructed by the book of my sponsor that I need to do this step as quickly as possible with thoroughness and honesty being the watchwords, which I did. I went round my sponsor's flat, managed to talk to him for a few hours about everything that was on the list and all of a sudden I could see that the same character defects were cropping up. Fear, jealousy, dishonesty and ego. I went home, I took the book down from the shelf and I managed to meditate for 40 minutes. The book actually says an hour but I fell asleep. Step six and step seven, very short paragraphs in the big book, all about becoming willing to have God remove my character defects and then humbly ask him to remove them, which I still do on a daily basis step eight 
managed to write a list of all people that I've harmed and become willing to make amends to them all. My sponsor advised me to start off with a list of people that I'd find it really easy to approach, which I did, moving then on to a list of people that I was kind of mediocre about approaching and finally a list of people that there is no way in hell that I'm ever going to be approaching them. Either they've passed away, I don't know where they are, or my head at the time is just saying there's no way I'm approaching that person. Either way, I managed to do that in step nine. I managed to go around and see everyone, write to everyone, email everyone that I could. And all of a sudden, I was walking the earth a free man. Step 10 was essentially, and it was explained to me through the book of my sponsor, a practice, a daily practice of steps one to nine. Step 11 then involves prayer and meditation. It's something that I still practice today, sometimes well, sometimes not so well, but it's growth, not perfection. And then at step 12, I was told that I need to go out and tell other suffering alcoholics the message that I I've been given it's not mine to keep I have to give it away to keep it all of a sudden at step 12 I realized I had a revelation that I have something to contribute to life that I actually have a purpose and that was the first time in my whole life that I really felt that I had a purpose apart from working steps on a daily basis I go to regular meetings I keep connected with my friends in the fellowship by making phone calls and I commit to service which means that I help out at meetings I do things that help other people within the fellowship I'm very grateful today. I've got a lot of stuff in my life that I never had before. My family actually get on with me. I've got friends. I don't have any bills piling up on the microwave anymore. I can walk the world a free man. I haven't got the obsession on my shoulders to pick up a drink. It's an amazing life that anyone can have. Anyone can do it. I can do it. Absolutely anyone can do this just need to get to that point of desperation where you're willing to change and there is a solution out there i hope this podcast has helped someone i'd just like to remind everyone again that no money is made from these podcasts the whole purpose is to help other people thank you for listening to this podcast if you like what you've heard please hit subscribe and you'll be notified of future podcasts mm-hmm.